Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Okay, so I thought we would begin our discussion about abortion with Roe v. Wade. Okay. Because we I mean, that's that, a great place to start. I mean, I mean, yeah, that literally is the start. I mean, I guess we could go back further to the times before Roe v. Wade when things were just like fucking horrible for women well and, yeah you know we could actually but, but that's that's going into like a too long too long of a podcast maybe yeah um, I, but just know that it was horrible i guess well prior to roe v wade people were still getting abortions but um there wasn't a safe way to ensure that they could live through it and right and they were doing them themselves sometimes unsanitary quite conditions often and it was a, just a bad time to be a woman when you couldn't medical treatment to get this done right right so roe v wade was the beginning of you know let's try to just um you know deal with the fact that this is going to happen one way or the other civil and society you mean civil society so go figure interesting concept isn't right it? where we you know hope for the best for each other right 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 so roe v wade which we throw around the term as though we all know what it is right um it was a landmark dis- decision of the supreme court Mm-hmm. which was decided in 1973. Got it. Okay. Got it. And it states that the Constitution protects liberty to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. I don't like to call myself old that much, but I'm pretty fucking old. Not old. Middle-aged, right? Mm-hmm. And this was done before we were even born. No, this was only two years before I was born. Right, but it was before but we were still, born. So we've had this protection. For a long time. Yeah, for all my life. Right. For all my life, we've had this protection. I can tell you just from, you know, people that I know in my life that went through this, they're very upset that this is happening yeah. because they fought for this, you know? Yeah. I mean, our parents and grandparents were the adults that made sure that this fucking protection was given to us. Yeah. And now it's being taken away from us. Yeah. And it's it's tragic and terrifying. It's, it's, it's yeah, it is all that. So Roe v. Wade struck down many U.S. and federal state abortion laws that were currently in place. Yep. And I'll get back to that in a minute further okay. on. Um, but the case, like, I only found out a year ago maybe that Roe wasn't even the name of the actual person in the case. It was a legal pseudonym that was given for her protection. I think I had heard that at some point, but I didn't. I wouldn't have recalled it if I was asked. So. Her name was Norma McCorvey. <clears throat> And gotcha. um, she became pregnant in 1969 with her um, third child, mm-hmm. and she wanted an abortion. Okay. But she lived in Texas where abortion was illegal and is now again illegal because right. they- Essentially illegal. Well, they are treating it as illegal. Yeah, yeah. Um, except in the case to save the mother's life. And even that right. is questionable now. Yeah. And that, I mean, definitely now that is subjective to what people think about the mm-hmm. situation and- and it doesn't like they're just it's it's all stupid, right? So. Right. So, what's interesting is that she was pregnant in 1969. The case was not decided till a few years later. Right. So by then she'd already had the kid. Right. You know. Yeah. Like, could you imagine being that child though? <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Right. I I don't know I don't know how to feel about that honestly. Like. Yeah, I don't know either. That's uh, that's that's a hard one. Right. I mean, I would just kind of maybe not mention it a lot. 
Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. <laughs> um, her attorneys were Sarah Weddington and Linda Coffey. Okay. And they filed a lawsuit on her behalf in U.S. Federal Court against the local district attorney, Henry Wade, alleging that Texas's abortion laws were unconstitutional. Hence the Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we know the Roe, which and was McCorvey, Wade. and now we know the Wade, which was a dipshit. Got it. Okay. I mean, he was from Texas. So No, no offense for anybody from Texas is listening to us because you guys are fucking awesome. Right, but I've lived, I have lived in Texas, and therefore, I have the right to say that that state is fucking trash. Were you deep in the heart of Texas? Well, I was in San Antonio. <laughs> I don't know if it was deep in the heart, but I know that when I drive to Texas from Ohio, yeah. half of the trip is getting to Texas, and then the other half is getting from the state border to San Antonio. Right. So right. it feels like maybe it's the asshole of Texas, <laughs> if not the heart. Got it. Okay. So um, when they went to court, the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas heard the case and ruled in her favor. Okay. But then Texas was like, oh, fucking hell no. Right. And so they booted it up directly to the Supreme Court. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not real familiar with legal proceedings, so that's why I'm I'm... I'm assuming that others aren't as well. Okay, sure. And I'm assuming that you weren't as well necessarily aware of how this shit works. I am, but that's okay. Oh, well, fuck off. <laughs> aren't you the smarty man? Sorry. But did you know that that's how it went? Yeah. They, yeah. Oh. They, when you file, when somebody rules against you, that you move it up to the next court. And there's hmm. a consistent tier that you keep going up until you get to the Supreme Court. And then the Supreme Court either accepts your case or denies your case. So, and if it denies it, then it just goes with the last. Goes with the last ruling. Oh, yep. Well, okay then. I I didn't know that. Not proud of that ignorance there, but <laughs> it, it's nothing that ever personally impacted my daily life. So, right. I got. I got you. Yeah. Okay. I can't be the only one. I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm not sure the you're not the one. only one. Yeah. So okay, the Supreme Court issued a seven to two decision in McCorvey's favor. Damn, that's a. That's, that's a strong hefty. opinion. Keeping in mind that those were all dudes, right? Mm, I think, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure those yeah. were all dudes. Yeah. Ruling that the due process clause of the 14th Amendment, which I will get into also mm, yeah. in a bit, provides a, quote, right to privacy, protecting a pregnant woman's right to choose whether to have an abortion. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was part of the 14th Amendment thing. Right. And I find that very interesting. Yeah. That no, that's what's used to to rule that. Right. Now, they also ruled along with this, and I hadn't heard this one. They also ruled that this right is not absolute. It must be balanced against the government's interest in protecting both the women's health and prenatal life. Huh. And so well, that the, is interesting, right? actually, because that doesn't really, I mean, I don't want it to come up, but that doesn't really come up. Like, I never heard that before just now. Right. So, right. That's I, interesting. I found that interesting that they're like, you can do this, but. But the, you could have, the, the ruling for that could have been referring to late stage abortions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, where you really, there needs to be a real, real viable reason to abort a baby that's almost being born. Right. Thing. You know, I mean, like, yeah. that's. it. It's a way of protecting the life of a child who is actually. A child at that point, right? Versus the life of the mother. But that's also what's allowed the 
the specific states to get away with these different differing laws the that they have. The heartbeat law in Ohio. Right. And, and they're, they're just shy of being mm-hmm. banning abortion, but they don't. Yeah, so. exactly. So the court resolved that balance by tying state regulation of abortion to the three uh, some semesters. Good grief. What are we <laughs> in college? The three trimesters of pregnancy. Right. So during the first trimester... Governments could not prohibit abortions, period, the end. Got it. Okay? Under Roe v. Wade. Okay. First first um, trimester, you're protected. You, Got it. You can get an abortion. Right. Okay? During the second trimester, governments could require reasonable health regulations. So, What does uh, to, reasonable health regulations mean? I'm going to... I'm going to assume that they left it up to doctors to... You had to have a doctor's note, a reason why. You know, I I think that it would have to be at that point. It had to be a medical reason, not sure. just a, you know, whatever. I or I, it's still up to the state to decide what the medical reasons would be at that. Sure, point. So. sure. I I'm gonna assume that with with more liberal definitions, um, that doctors would go along with with what you're saying, but that in red states you yeah. had to have an exact medical reason for it. Right, right. Now during the third trimester. Abortions could be prohibited entirely so long as the laws contained exceptions for cases when they were absolutely necessary to save the life or health of the mother. Sure. Yeah. Well, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. That's I a, don't have a lot of beef with that setup. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know what a better situation could be. Sure. And yeah. and honestly, look at how many women it has protected over these mm-hmm. 50 years that it's been around. You know, exactly. It's. It's a very vital piece of ruling that we've had in our courts mm-hmm. that's been with us forever. Right. And and this is just, I mean, I, I feel like we're going back to the dark ages. You know, with like, everything else insane. that's happening with the um, right trying to, to get all mention of any kind of black history removed from schools right. and with book bannings and with the attack on gay rights and trans kids. It just never ends. It it feels like right now we are definitely at a boiling point where they're trying to take us back to the 1800s. Well, I I just feel like nobody's angry enough right now. Like, I I mean, I mean, I see it on Twitter, you know, Twitter is angry, right? Sure. But I don't, I don't feel the anger, you know, like I don't, I don't feel the anger out in society. What's really frustrating to me is like on Twitter, everybody is like, you know, tie your shoes and get outside and shout. Yeah. Right. And I'm like right there. And then I go to Facebook and like everybody's posting pictures of their kids (laughs) and their front yard. And you know, Oh, I spilled my coffee this morning. Isn't that hilarious? Well, and even Uh when you turn on the news, it's very mundane, not Mm -hmm. like they're not screaming about this. They're just reporting it. And it's like, I mean, I, I get it. It's news, but you know, it's just, I don't understand why I'm not seeing more panic. Right. I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm panicked. I when this first happened, I think I mentioned that I stayed up the whole night crying and shaking, and I was just. Well, that's in large is, part why we're talking about this right now because it is right. something that we feel very strongly about. Right, so. right. I just I, I I don't understand the lack of panic. Right, I guess I is what it comes down to. Completely agree. So the court classified the right to choose to have an abortion as fundamental. Okay, yeah. in quotes, fundamental which requires courts to evaluate challenged abortion laws under the, quote, strict scrutiny standard. I don't know what that is. Um, it's the highest level of judicial review in the United States. Still don't know what that is, but okay. Um, it, it's 
Essentially, you got to have a real fucking good reason. To, yes. To not. Yes. Um, you know. It it has to be open to the public, and it has to like you have to have all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted, sure. and yeah, you need to know what the fuck you're talking about. Got it. So, um, so that's the end of that section, uh, Roe v. Wade. Um, but there was a modification to that, which I didn't know about, quite honestly. Okay. Um, they revisited, SCOTUS revisited and modified Roe's legal rulings in the 1992 decision. Okay. 1992. Yeah. That's a year before I graduated from high school. Right, right. Okay. Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Had you even heard of that? Uh, no. I had not either. Yeah. Court. The court reaffirmed Roe's holding that a woman's right to choose to have an abortion is constitutionally protected. Okay. But they abandoned Roe's trimester framework in favor of a standard based on fetal viability. Fetal viability? If a baby can live outside oh, the mother's oh, womb, okay. then it is considered viable. Got it. Got it. And they overruled the, quote, strict scrutiny standard for reviewing abortion restrictions. Ah, so they made it easier to get rid of Roe yeah, Wade, basically. Yeah, like, I... It, it doesn't specifically tell me one way or the other is this good or bad. It feels bad, though. Well, it's bad because that's what's. I think that probably right there is probably what's allowed a lot of the states to pass to the have laws that the, they have the in the last you know twenty years. Right. Or whatever, Instead so. of saying your first trimester is protected, right now they can say so many weeks, so many weeks um, is where it's viable, and they keep pushing that so many weeks back till it's like negative three. Before right. you had sex. Right, right, <laughs> like, wait, right. what? Yeah. And um, so from there, let's go into the 14th Amendment. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. So the 14th Amendment was adopted on July 9th, 1960, or I'm sorry, 1868. <laughs> and it had to do with the Reconstruction Amendments. Okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And it is often considered one of the most consequential amendments and is the mo- one that is most argued in court. Gotcha. So it is fucking importante. Yeah. It addresses citizenship rights and equal protection under the law. Okay. And was proposed in response to issues related to former slaves following the American Civil War. Got it. Prior to that, um, slaves and previous slaves and freed slaves and escaped slaves were not considered citizens. Okay. Which we know in the Constitution prior to that, they weren't even considered fully human. Right. Which is just grotesque. Yep. And the amendment is one of the most litigated parts of the Constitution forming basis for landmark Supreme Court decisions such as, and I have a brief list here that I found interesting. Okay. So early on, it nullified the SCOTUS decision in Dred Scott versus Sanford in 1857, yeah. which had held that Americans descended from America from African slaves could not be citizens, not just weren't citizens, but could not, could not be citizens right, right. of the United States. Got it. So it nullified that. Good. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then it was used in the decisions for um, in 1954, Brown versus the Board of Education sure. regarding racial segregation. Yeah. 1973, Roe v. Wade regarding abortion. Okay. In 2000, Bush v. Gore. Really? Regarding the 2000 presidential election. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. And then in 2015... The Oberfell versus Hodges regarding same-sex marriage. Okay. 
I, mean, I that, didn't. That makes sense. It makes sense. I just, I for whatever reason, I didn't realize it fell under the Fourteenth Amendment. Yeah. So that's right. awesome. Um, the amendment limits the actions of all state and local officials and also those acting on behalf of such officials. Gotcha. So it's a pretty healthy amendment. Yeah. And needs to be uh, put in gold, maybe. Right. Right. So let's, let's solidify this one. Is just we need this. Yeah. Like, like that. It's an amendment, but. You know, there shall be no repeal of this shit. Yeah, let's make sure that <laughs> that it's a good end. You know, right. it stays there. Yeah. So that's the end of our little history lesson, just to give us both a little background that I didn't know. Yeah. And that I don't know if you knew a lot of that, but. And from here, I think we're going to go and talk about the um, the leak, the and leak, and the stuff that's going on currently. Yeah. But. 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 It's not going to be for everybody. It's not. We're, we kind of teased you guys a little long here, so. Yeah, sorry. But this is a Patreon, and and, and we put it in the title, so, yeah. you know, you go sign up for Patreon. Go sign up for Patreon, you guys. It's a good choice. Yeah. All right. So, uh, if you're a Patreon member, we'll see you guys in a second. And if you're not, I hope we'll see you soon anyway. Right. Oh, no! What happened? Well, this is a special Patreon episode, actually. <gasps> Which so, means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse, become a member for as low as $2 a month, and you'll have access to all these special things and, and goodies too. So, you know, go do that. So, this was just a teaser. Yeah, teaser. Okay, just Bye. checking. Okay. Bye. 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 